lost that one there. All right. Uh, this starts in chapter 21. I'm reading from a different version, so I don't know what he uses. He just translates it out of the Greek. It's hardcore. Anyway. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus spoke to Simon Peter. Simon, son of John, he said, do you love me more than these? Yes, master, he said. You know I love you. Well then, he said, feed my lambs. Simon, son of John, said Jesus again for a second time, do you love me? Yes, master, he said, you know that I love you. Well then, he said, look after my sheep. Simon, son of John, said Jesus a third time, do you love me? Peter was upset that he was asked a third time, do you love me? Master, he said, you know everything. You know that I love you. Well then, said Jesus, feed my sheep. I'm telling you the solemn truth, he went on. When you were young, you put on your own clothes and went out wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you'll stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you up and take you where you don't want to go. He said this to indicate what sort of death Peter would die to bring God glory. And when he said this, he added, follow me. Let's pray. God, I thank you for um, the summer for all of us, whatever that was, the best summer that they have ever had or maybe the worst summer that they ever had, that it didn't matter because you were there with us. God, may we continue just to um, enjoy the rest of the summer, um, knowing that your grace is shining down upon us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, This song, I think you guys know, is called Blessed Be Your Name. And it's perfect because it's like even when vacation ends and school starts, blessed be your name. <laughs> um, so the, you, you're welcome to like stand up and uh, if that's what you like to do. Or if you just want to sit, sometimes I like to sit, so it doesn't matter. But we're going to sing this song, Blessed Be Your Name. We have no drums this morning, so you have to be the drums. You have to be the beatboxers, all that. Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, where the streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place. Though I walk, though I walk through the wilderness, blessed be your name. Every blessing, every blessing you pour. Yeah. Turn back to when the darkness, when the darkness is more. Still I will say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. So I'm, I just realized uh, we didn't do lyrics this week because Steve said you're bomb and you know them all. But I'm going to still call it out just so you know, okay? So this second verse, blessed be your name when the sun is shining down on me. When the world's all as it should be, blessed be your name. All right, let's try that. 
when the sun's shining down. Here we go. Blessed be your name when the sun's shining down on me. When the world's all as it should be. Blessed be your name. On the road Mark was suffering. Here we go. Blessed be your name on the road marked with suffering. Though there's pain in the offering, blessed be your name. Every blessing, every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious, blessed be, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name, and you give and take away, you give and take away. Choose to say, oh, blessed be your name. You give and take away. You give and take away. But my heart will choose to say, oh, blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Do you, um, so I brought like 200 songs with me. And so if you don't want to sing this one, just say no, and then we'll do a different one, okay? But do you guys know Praise Him by David Crowder? No, someone just had to try it out. <laughs> Do you guys know that one? Yeah? Okay, let's sing it. And turn your ear to heaven and hear the noise inside. Yeah, the sound of the sound of angels are sound of angel songs and all this for our King. We could join and sing all to Christ the King. How constant, how divine this song of ours will rise. Oh, how constant, how divine this love of ours will rise, will rise. Oh, praise Him. Oh, praise Him. He is holy. He is holy. Oh, praise Him. 
just want to come in here and um, just really pause and acknowledge that, God, you are holy, and um, that word meaning that you're different from anything else that we could ever, ever encounter, God. You're different in that you satisfy us like nothing else could, but God, you, you forgive us like nobody ever could. You love us like nobody ever could, and then, God, you save us literally like you show up and miracles happen like no one else could do for us and so god this morning we just we just acknowledge that you're holy and that you're you're different from us and we just we just want to worship you here today amen amen the song's called here i am the worship This heart 
This is awesome. Um, can you guys all do me a favor and say, como vama? Okay, in Portuguese, that means, what's up? All right, so if you guys notice my friend Bima back there, he's from Brazil, right? So if you guys get a chance, say, como vama to him, and say, como vama to each other, and grab a hug, and talk about life. Ready? Go. 
I love, I love the love that's going on right now. You guys want to... Um, before you guys actually sit down, I need um, a volunteer because we're going to play a little bit of a game. I oh, need, yeah. Good. I need two females. Two females and two guys. All right, two guys. And let me see. I need to get somebody else who is, hasn't been up in a while. All right, Ty, come on. Betch. All right, and then I need two girls. Two girls. Come on. Come on. All right, Rachel. And one more. One more. You know, all right, Haley. All right, sweet. So uh, we're going to play a little bit of a game. And I will, I will, I'll tell you guys what it is. But first of all, um, <laughs> this is, this is going to be pretty funny. So I this will be this. cool. Okay, so um, this is, this is what's going to happen with the game. They're going to need to bum your mic for a little bit. So if maybe you want to stand with me. Um, so this is what you guys are going to do. Uh, so everyone knows that when I grew up, we had popular love songs written by... Yeah. I don't know, like, who were the popular people when you were in high school? When were you in high school? I don't want to tell. Okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, first of all, you guys got to partner up. So, yeah, maybe. Batch and Rachel. And then you and Haley. All right, here we go. So, this is what we're going to do. We have written out uh, popular love songs from today, so from the top 40 hits. And what you guys are going to do is you guys. We you want guys you to be, rock the love songs. Yeah. That's what we want you to do. So this is, this is what you guys are going to do. You guys are going to stare into each other's eyes. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> and we've highlighted, we've highlighted different, li- different lines, okay? And you're going to have to sing whatever that line is to the other person, all right? And yet, now, now you have to try and keep a straight, yes. You have to try and keep a very straight face. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, but, but just so that we know, that, so, just so that you guys know, um, that we're not leaving you guys hanging. Um, I did say that Andy and I we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sing we're gonna we're this gonna kind of give you a sample, right? But but so you guys know you know. Um, so we're gonna be singing uh, Jordan Sparks and no <laughs> and um, and Chris Brown's like no air for us. Um, so so do you do you want to be Jordan Sparks or do you want to be Chris Brown? Dude, I want to um, be Jordan. Okay, Jordan. Okay, so he, so. All right, so here we go. <laughs> I don't even know if we remember how this goes because I've heard this song like on radio like once in my life. If I should die <laughs> before I wake, it's because you took my breath away. <laughs> hey, you gotta look me in the eye. Uh, losing you is like living in a world with no air. Oh. I'm here alone. Didn't want to leave. We should go to the chorus. <laughs> okay. This should help us. Okay, yeah, you go we'll go to the we'll go to the chorus. Go. You go. Well, you're Jordan Sparks, dude. You got I want to be off. Chris now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how am I supposed to breathe with no air? Air. Air. <laughs> can't live, can't breathe with no air. Air. <laughs> That's how I feel when you ain't there. Yeah. There's no air. Air. Okay. So, okay. So, you guys kind of have the idea. But we have the... So we you, have can't, the you can't listen. be worse than that. Yeah, seriously. We so were you, the worst. you obviously can't be we worse than that. And um, just so you guys know, you guys are going to vote on who the best team is going to be. So, for you guys, you guys will be Team Liana Lewis. All right. And you guys are going to be uh, Team Kobe Calais. All right? All right. All right. So, um... 
Team Leona is going to go first. Dude, wait, which one's one and which one's Okay, so you can, be, you can be yellow and you can be green. All right? Wait, I'm yellow or green? You're yellow. All right. I don't care what they say. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't care what they say. I'm in love with you. They try to pull me <laughs> But they don't know the truth. My heart is crippled by the pain. <laughs> That's that I keep on closing. You cut me open and I keep bleeding. I keep keep bleeding love. I keep bleeding. I keep keep bleeding I love. Keep bleeding. I keep keep bleeding love. Okay, so you guys stand off to the side. So if you guys have ever wondered what is it like to be an American Idol, you can ask them. Okay, here we go. All right, Team Kobe Kelly. Wait, can someone show me how the first part goes? Because I don't know. Okay, all right, I got it. Yeah, just go. So, the rain is falling on my window pane. But we are hiding in a safer place. <laughs> Undercover, staying dry and warm. You give me feelings that I adore. Starts my toes. Make me crinkle my nose. Wherever it goes. I always know. You make me smile. Please stay for a while now. Just take your time. Wherever you go. Um, okay, that was amazing. Give him a hand. Okay, so here, now, now we, you guys are, are kind of the judges. You guys are going to kind of, uh, you guys are going to do what? Like the cheering thing? If I had the little arm thing that they have at the baseball games to say how loud you guys are. So here we go. Um, do you want to be the arm that says like how, how much they're cheering? Okay, here we go. So Team Leona Lewis. Okay. <laughs> Team Kobe Calais. All right. Good job, guys. You get Kobe Calais. Yeah, you win my love. And my hug. Here you go. Embrace me. Embrace you guys are very me. romantic. See, the, the panda hug is, is a prize. You know, it's almost on the Discovery Channel kind of thing. Oh, thanks. So, um... So one of, the, one of the reasons why Andy is up here is because uh, I got lost in this building because some of you guys don't know, this building is a lot bigger than what you see. So like when I went backstage, I was like, hey, what's over here besides the scary dungeon where people used to get tortured? Um, <laughs> I, I, it is, it's scary. But if you, if you accidentally wander upstairs and then you take like a right turn or something, all of a sudden you run into this desk and that is Andy's desk. Yeah, yeah right so past like the he was dungeon. Sitting there. And it was all dark in the room, and it was kind of weird. I was like, hello. You know? <laughs> it's like the Batcave. I, I was scared. But it's actually kind of a cool, like, atmosphere. But um, I saw that Andy was up there, and I was like, dude, I didn't, know you, I didn't even know you were in this building. Yeah. Like, we share, like, a building together. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. But um, Andy and I started talking, and it was kind of weird because then I was, like, talking to myself. And, like, like I got a chance to hear uh, Andy's heart about the church and about, um, Jesus, and it was really cool because it really kind of resonated with my heart. And so we actually had this really cool connection. And I was like, "Dude, you should come speak." And he said, yeah. "And we were like, let's start singing love songs to each other." <laughs> and that it got really weird. But I know. Um, yeah. So this morning we're going to look at another love song, just like those horrible—I mean, really great ones that you guys just did. Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Your stage presence—I just have to say—the way you owned it—that was excellent. Good job. Uh, but we're going to look at an, another sort of love song, and I bet you never framed it up that way. I bet you've never seen it that way. Um, 
but it's a different kind. It's, a, it's between two friends, and um, it's what Steve read, read earlier this morning. It's in John. It's in chapter 21, and we're going to pick it up right around verse 15. And we're going to do something different because we're tag-teaming this. Yeah, so we're... it'll be kind of like, tag. Totally. It'll be kind of cool. Never, we've never done this before. Unrehearsed, so this is like totally improv. When Jesus' disciples had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Just like you guys were up here staring in each other's eyes. There they were. <laughs> and don't worry, it wasn't romantic. It's just friends, okay? And so, yes, Lord, Peter says, you know that I love you. And Jesus says, well, go ahead and feed my lambs. And again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. And then check this out a third time. This must be like the chorus. Like, it's too late, it's too late. You're right. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. All right. Uh, no, so no, G- no. third time, he says to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And then check this out. The lyrics change just a little bit here. Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him this third time. And he says, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And then finally, Jesus says one more time, well, then feed my sheep. And he goes on and on. You want to you want to share oh, a little right, bit of context? Right. This is this is the tag team like verbal. totally. I'm um, gonna give you the wink and then you just and then you <laughs> wink back. If I go like this, all right, that's your <laughs> turn. Um, so like, have you guys ever like hurt a good friend of yours? Ever? Or maybe maybe you've said something or you've done something where all of a sudden your friend's like, dude, what is up? And then you go back and at first maybe you think you're right or whatever, but then you go back to your room and you think about that and you're like, dude, that was my best friend that I just hurt. And then you start feeling like this sense of remorse because you've, you've betrayed a friend, you, you posted something on somebody else's MySpace that they read, and now they're angry, you know, like you're hitting on his girlfriend, which is never cool. Um, or maybe, maybe you've, you've just ditched somebody, or like you left somebody hanging, or you just kind of threw somebody under, under the bus. Some of you guys are laughing because you guys have done that like yesterday. Um, but the, this feeling of, of guilt that just kind of goes over you. And one of the passages that I love about this is because— um, We've all kind of been here where Peter is. It's this feeling of being like you just betrayed a friend. And this probably isn't the first time that that Peter kind of said something stupid to Jesus. Because you guys remember that he he lived with Jesus for three years. And not everything that goes on in their day-to-day activity, whether they are just hanging out in the woods or they're just um, walking along a path that they probably, you guys know, you guys probably got in a fight with one of your friends just along the way. Not that it really mattered, but different things kind of came up. And this is kind of the ultimate thing, is that um, Peter feels like he betrayed Jesus at probably the most important time, or probably the most significant time. And so in a way, he's, he, he's grieving in two different ways. He's grieving because we forget that Peter lost his best friend. He just experienced his best friend die. But he's also grieving over the fact that when somebody was like, dude, do you, do you hang out with this guy? And he was like, no, dude, I don't even know who he is. So he's, doing, he's grieving over those two things. And one of the things I love about this passage is that it revolves around a meal. And nothing says breakfast like fish. <laughs> like you don't, you don't start a, a, you know, the day off right until you have like a piece of sashimi. Or like a fish burger. Or like a fish burger with like tartar sauce on it. Like sushi for breakfast, except that wasn't kosher, so it probably wasn't sushi. Um, 
But one of the things that we have to remember is like this role of mule, meals. And as you look through the life of Jesus, every time that Jesus sits down is like, hey, have lunch with me. Hey, I'm going to dinner at your house. Is a way of saying we're friends. That there's nothing between us but our friendship. It's my way of saying I'm down with you. I'm cool with you. And there's another thing about, about meals that's kind of cool too is in the Jewish culture, you don't sit and eat with an enemy. That when you sit and eat, it's your way of making peace, of saying, hey, there is nothing between us but our friendship and our forgiveness. And that even on the night that Jesus was betrayed, what did he do? He conveyed the ultimate act of friendship by saying, come eat with me. Even to Judas, who was like, I'm going to betray you. He said, you come eat with me too, because there's nothing between us but our friendship. And so here Peter is. It's kind of an intimate image, and I love the way that this is. And if this was a movie, this is exactly what it'd be. Um, have you seen, like, P.S. I Love You? Okay, the saddest movie I've ever seen, I was bawling. I had to, like, press pause a couple times because, like, I couldn't emotionally handle it. Um, but, but you have kind of this image of, of grief, of remorse. And here he is. Jesus is fishing. And as I thought about it, I was like, why is he fishing? Sometimes people say he's fishing because he's kind of going back to the life that he lived because he was like, oh, I thought Jesus was going to set up this whole thing for me, and uh, he was going to have this amazing kingdom, and I was going to be like his little, like, junior king or whatever and, like, lead my little kingdom. And now that Jesus is dead, he went back to fishing because he's like, that's all I know. But I think that, Jesus, that Peter is fishing because it's his way of dealing with grief. And if you guys have ever been grieving, you know that one of the things that people tell you to do is to do something, to just not lock yourself in this room. And I think Peter's way of dealing with the fact that he lost his best friend, Peter's way of dealing with the fact that he ditched Jesus on probably the most significant time was just a fish. Because he's a fisherman, he doesn't need to think about it. He just casts out there, and he's like, dude, I can't believe that happened. And can you guys think and imagine some of the things that he would be thinking just out on the water, just the rocking of the boat? Did I really love him? And you start running over these scenarios in your mind. What if I had done this? What if I had said this? What if I could have done more? What if I had actually just stood up for that? And I love this image because we've all been here. We've all asked ourselves, what if, what if? Did I really love this person? Did I really care? So he goes through these moments of intense guilt, but also of intense sadness. But then Jesus says, come and eat with me. There is nothing between us but our friendship. Isn't that awesome? And of course, like, eating with him, like, conveys forgiveness. But surely, you can't forgive me for that because I ditched you. When you were, when you were going to the cross, I ditched you. And so Jesus says, this is, I, I'm showing you that I've forgiven you by a meal, but we're going to take, take a walk along the beach. And walking on along the beach, he says, do you love me? Do you love me? Yeah. So just, just like every love story has a context, right? There's like the, um, if that guy over there would just notice me, um, like, then he would know how awesome I am. Or like, you, dude, you used to be the coolest boyfriend and now you're a loser. Or like whatever <laughs> the context is. Stephen's saying the context for this, this story is um, that Peter had actually walked away from Christ in a moment where Christ really needed him. And, and it's sort of a, 
it's a tense song because you don't know what's going to happen next. And right in, the, right, in, right in that song, Jesus looks him in the eyes and says, do you love me? And, and Peter, the first time, I, I picture him answering really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love you. Totally. And then, and then Jesus asks again, do you love me, Peter? Oh, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. And then it says the last time that Peter got hurt, somewhere uh, the third time that Peter actually, when he's asked, excuse me, I didn't say that very well, when Jesus asks Peter the third time, that Peter actually gets hurt that Jesus is asking him again. And in, that, in the passage, in the story here, you almost get the sense that Peter really slowed down that last time, that he, he really paused, and maybe he even answered back to Jesus from a different place inside himself. Maybe it wasn't just a, oh, yeah, yeah totally, yeah, yeah, but it was a, do I? Why is he asking me so much? Well, is it because he knows that in some ways I really, like, turn my back on him. I, I really get the sense that Peter slowed down, and, and then he still says, he, he thinks about it, he thinks about how he lived his life, and he still says, yeah, but, but I love you. I really do. I love you. And like Stephen was saying, Jesus doesn't go, oh yeah, well you did that, that, that. Jesus says, awesome. Let's have a meal together. I accept you back. So it's actually like a song, like that's the ending. Like, Yay, we're back together, kind of <laughs> end of the song. <laughs> and um, this is a couple things that I want us to think about this morning. Sometimes when we come um, in as, as uh, worshipers of God or as Christ followers, we can really, all of us, myself included, we can, um, we can come in here and we can talk to God like Peter did the first two times. We can, oh, God, you're so awesome, cool, yeah, yeah. What's for lunch? Fish burgers, you know. <laughs> I, we, we can be really quick and, and then... I think as Christ followers, as, as God worshipers, God, watch out because God will keep coming in our face and he'll say, yeah, but do you really love me? And God has this way, doesn't he, Stephen, of yeah, like totally. really pause, like having us slow down. And that's what worship is supposed to be about, is for us to really slow down and, and think not only about God, but our lives and how those match up. And so I think that's the first way that we can uh, look at this passage and, and see ourselves in it, is that God is asking us, in worship, do we love him? And, and he wants us to answer like Peter did from that, that deeper place, that place that's, um, that hurts, like Peter hurt right there. And in order to do that, we have to really know that God is going to accept us. I mean, like, we can't, like, like, how many of you have ever, like, asked somebody out on a date or, like, whatever, asked them to be your friend on MySpace or whatever, that you thought would write you back, like, no, we're not going to be friends. Or, like, no, we can't, we're not going to go out to I mean, that's the thing about God is in order for us to really open up that way and really to really worship him, we have to know that he'll receive us just as we are. And I think totally. I think sometimes when we like when we come into like worship, like sometimes it's like after you know that you've sinned like the night before or, or you know that you probably didn't have the best week or maybe you got mad and like cuss somebody out or maybe you got you were kind of picking on this kid. And so you're, you're coming in with this kind of remorse like dude, why did I do that? And what's, what's really cool to me is that when you think about church service, why do we take communion? Because there's nothing between us but our friendship. You know what I mean? Like, why, do, why, why is everything centered around, around communion? And why is it centered around each other? To remind each other that, hey, like, there's nothing between you and God but your friendship. And um, something that's, that's just kind of, like, 
when I was reading through this again, like, and as you were talking, was that we do have these moments where, like, even though we mess up, we come here and we're like, okay, I'll sing the song, and you're like, oh, I love God so much. But at some point, like, we need to slow ourselves down and say, like, hey, do I, do I really love you? And do I really believe that I'm forgiven? Do I really believe that when I take communion that Jesus is saying there's nothing between us but our friendship? Yeah. And then I think, yeah, I totally agree. And then I think the last part of that is after Peter says, yeah, I love you, and he answers from this very deeper place, then Jesus talks back to him um, in more detail. And instead, of the first couple times he says, well, feed my sheep, feed my But the last time he tells Peter, like, well, then I have something for you. And that's, that's the incredible thing I think about Christ is that um, when we answer back to him, when we worship him from, from like a defenseless and open place, God will invite us to do incredible things, be part of his kingdom. And so this week, I have a feeling that God is going gonna, is gonna to interrupt your work week. I mean, your school week. Uh, <laughs> or your... Or watching SpongeBob's underpants <laughs> in your underwear, kind of. Or your week. Yeah, so. <laughs> and as he does, I have a feeling he, there's going to be moments where you have a chance to really say back to God, "God, I love you." And then the thing I also think is this: this week, God's going to show you in some ways where you can really follow Him. In this case, Peter was literally following Christ um, in the things that Christ said, "I have for you." And and we'll have those opportunities too this week. Maybe some some like. Maybe it's going to be like, a, I don't know, something in your family. Or maybe it's going to be something, um, one, one of your friends or something like that. Maybe it's some jerk who cuts you off and all you have to do is just extend forgiveness instead of being like honking your horn and getting all crazy at them. Maybe extending the same grace that God has given you and being open and forgiving. I, I don't know what it is, but Christ is going to call you to some hard things this week if you would be open to it. Um, but exciting things. So what I'd like for us to do is maybe, um, I want us to sing Here I Am to Worship again, but I really want us to have that picture in our mind um, of, of Peter and of God asking us, do you, do you love me? And, and maybe, like, maybe you want to sing from a different place, as weird as that feels. I, I, it was here in high school that that changed for me. Um, I really didn't like worship music, I actually thought it was really cheesy. I thought it was really like, hee, like everyone's always happy or like, I don't know. It just felt like other than. I didn't get it. And then God started to, to look me in the eyes in a real way and say, Andy, I'm here and I love you and, and you can trust me and I'm bigger than and I'm better than. And the more I pressed into God, the more I found out that was real and worship started to, to come alive for me. So maybe this morning you're like me and, and just try singing. I remember that first time in here, it was like, oh my gosh, my mouth is opening and I'm like singing. Or maybe some of you, maybe you want to like stand up or raise your hands or some posture that would help you uh, in worship. Um, But we're going to do that again. Let's sing Here I'm the Worship. Yeah, go ahead and stand up if you want. But I really want this to be between you and God, not between you and your buddy or whatever. the world you step down into darkness open my eyes let me see beauty that made this heart adore you hope of a life 
So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful too. Of all days, oh, so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came to the earth you created, all for love's sake we came forth. So here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me, and I'll never know how much it my sin upon that cross. No, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. Just to God, would you just sing, Here I am to worship? So here I am to worship. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Uh, will you guys all stand for your benediction? So Jesus stares you in the eyes as you guys are walking down the beach and asks you, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? So whether you guys find yourself messed up and broken, may you find that Jesus says there's nothing between us but our friendship. And if you guys are at a point where you guys say, Jesus, I do love you. And maybe you're hurt by it a little bit that he asked you a second time. May you find that he looks you in the eye and says, no, I love you. I love you. So go out today. May the grace of God shine upon your face. And may you just resound within your soul. I love you. I love you. And here I am to worship. Amen. Um, after this, if you guys want to sign up for the leadership thing, make sure you guys grab an application. And also, we are going to be selling T-shirts after this. So uh, just come by my office if you guys want to grab a T-shirt. Right? And break. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Give him a hand.